Hey guys. Welcome to another episode of Pew Time with Tony. And Jackie. That was Jackie's surprised voice because I hit record without her knowing. Yeah, surprise! So. Awesome we've been shooting. Yes. Uh, I gotta be honest. I'm not making an excuse for us, but our procrastination paid off because we wouldn't have nearly as much gun news to talk about. Right. This has been a very <laughs> eventful week in the gun industry. And no one saw it coming. Right, out of totally nowhere. There was no, oh, hush, hush, big hype, something's coming out, nobody was, it's just like. One of oh. them was leaked. Right, two days One of them came out of nowhere. Well, two of them came out of nowhere. Yeah. One came out of way nowhere. Yeah. So, uh, let's jump right in. Uh, we're going to go from. Least exciting to most exciting. Yep, pretty much. Least exciting is uh, a Ruger rifle named the LC Carbine. And why is this useless? It, so, you guys all know I like the 579. You all so know I like really that. don't. I'm not excited about this. Um, what, what really bothers me, like, a lot, like, so much, I really, I need to know what the L stands for. Oh, it's lightweight. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, lightweight carbine. As opposed lightweight to... Lightweight compact carbine is what it stands for. LC carbine. So, dear PCC carbine, pistol caliber carbine, mm-hmm. lightweight, cali- lightweight, compact carbine. Like there's, their stuff makes sense. This one doesn't. Not just the name, it although it is bothering me. Lightweight and compact. LC carbine. Oh my god. So. It's nothing exciting to look at. Uh, it really isn't. If you guys remember, way, I mean, hell, I'm thinking 15 years now, probably. Maybe, yeah, 15, 20 years. MechTech came out with these little rifle uppers that you could put, like, 1911s in and Glocks and XDs. And they were all the right. They were really ahead of their time, actually. Mm-hmm. That's what this looks like. It looks like they found the closest thing that could resemble a rifle. In and their warehouse and just stuff a Ruger 5.7 frame in it. Yeah. Very basic looking. Yes. It's nothing exciting. I mean, the Ruger PC carbine is like ooh and ah over this. Like I will say that the, the, the Ruger 5.7 pistol looks very sleek, very well designed. Mm-hmm. It is very comfortable. Yeah. This is like, we're going to take that and ruin it. I think they looked at what Smith & Wesson did with that stupid uh, M- MMP-12 with the, with the MMP grip, and they're like, oh, let's do that. It's ours. Just stick the grip in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it takes Ruger 5.7 20-round mags, uh, 16 and a quarter inch, half by 28 threaded barrel, uh, reversible side charging handle, full Picatinny rail on top, M-lock slots on the sides and the bottom, MSRP of 9.79, and it's got a... Reversible and side-folding adjustable stock. I will give this rifle credit. This stock is legit. Like, it's a very nice stock. Uh, Clamps onto a Picatinny rail. So hopefully, if they're smart, they will sell this in the Ruger store. Because it's a very good design. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's got a button to collapse it. Uh, It's got slots in it, so... Are you kidding Unbelievable. Uh, uh, it's taken care of. I apologize. Again, for the people in the back. I apologize. <laughs> Holy hell. I'm not editing this, so I won't know how loud it is. So you guys let me know how loud that is. Sorry. Anyway, the stock is very nice. It's a button to fold it. It has slots in the cheek well for, looks like, risers. Uh, weird a little bit adjustability, but when you close it, you do have to pull up on it to open it. It's not just like a little flip open. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. It, 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 I think it's the coolest part about the gun. This is a stock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the slide release is extended. The safety is funky. And the mag release is not the same as the pistol. Really? Tell me they put it on the bottom. Nope. <laughs> no, so instead of a button that goes inward... 
It's actually a lever that you can oh. push down. Okay, that I'm kind of I'm kind of digging that. Yeah, everything else about it is not. Okay. But another good thing. So it's not all negative, Nancy, about this gun. Uh, the ballistics get only better with a five seven out of a sixteen inch barrel. Rifle barrel or so. Longer barrel. Uh, that's it for the Ruger. On to something slightly more exciting. Uh, this one. We're is... arguing about which one's the most exciting, apparently, that you guys can't tell because she wanted me to go, but I'm saving mine for last. You can talk about uh, this thing. Oh. That one should be first. Yeah, maybe. All right, so we will talk. I forgot all about this. Maybe, this, <laughs> maybe we should have talked about this one first. Even less exciting, since yeah. we're going out of order, for anyone keeping track and tabs on us. Uh, so Taurus is, uh, shouldn't say Taurus, uh, Sig Jr. Yeah. Is coming out with a new version of the GX4 line. Can anyone guess what it's called? The GX4XL. Yeah, basically the same thing they did to their G3s when they came out with their G3XL. So it is the same grip, but a longer slide. Yeah. One inch longer, because one inches matter. One inches. Improper grammar. <laughs> uh, regular version or Toro version, 13, 11 round mags, literally identical except for having a longer slide and barrel. Yep. Woo! Now they're going to come out with the, uh, uh, the GX4... XL Comp, and they're going to come out with the uh, GX4 um, Ghost Comp. Can't call it Spectre, that's taken. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're going to come out with tons more SIG copycats using their same acronyms at the ends. And then maybe a, a GX4 TAS. Taurus anti-snag. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, so. <sighs> yeah, we should have read that one first. They start calling things on, like legions on their line. Oh. Yeah, not legion. What would be another one? Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're going to come out with something. It's going to be like another copycat. That's funny you say that. Great segue. Speaking of copycats. Xerox has come out with a new gun. Oh, oh I did it again. Yeah. Not Xerox. My apologies. Springfield Armory has come out with a new gun uh, called the 19... That's Staccato P. Or, I'm sorry. <laughs> the 1911 DS Prodigy. Which is basically a Staccato P. Kind of. Let's dive a little bit more into it. About what it really is. Right. So there's two versions of the Prodigy. Pro Prodigy. Prodigy. There's the five inch version and the four and a quarter inch version. And each of those versions you can get with the base model is going to be optic ready, or you can get that same model with the hex dragonfly. Yeah. On it. So anyone with a brain's not going to get the one with the red dot. Right. Uh, Put a real red dot on your guns, guys. So save your money, get the just red dot ready one, and put a proper optic on it. It is a proper. Double stack, 2011, grip, frame, slide, two-piece lower, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, the mags are actually made by Duramag, which is pretty dope. And are true 2011 mags. They are. Uh, mag Staccato mags, 2011 mags, MBX mags for STI-styled guns will fit in this gun. Flush um, 17, just like yeah, the full-size Staccato. Flush 17. Twenty around with the little base extension, just like the Staccato. Mm -hmm. They even have big sticks. Yeah. Bigish. Yeah, bigish. So, I... Uh, oh, a big difference between this gun and a Staccato for their full-size one is they have a full-length-ish dust cover. Because mm -hmm. it's weird. It does stop short, like, right at the butler cut. But it is still a pretty long rail. 
And uh, as my buddy AJ Zito said, everybody has apparently become a 2011 expert overnight. Yeah. Uh, he is a 2011, 1911 expert. Like a legitimate one. He's probably the... He's the smartest guy I know about that platform. Mm-hmm. So, it makes it even more funny. He does have one. He has one. Now, he's had one. So, he is going to try it out, and I can't wait to hear what he thinks about it. Price point on these is going to be, uh, without the stupid optic, it's going to be right around $1,500. Uh, I doubt you will find them cheaper. Yeah. Uh, because the internet has lost their fucking mind over this gun right um i had a conversation with a couple friends manny actually was one of them we were talking about it because he called me about his hellcat which we talked about last episode Mm -hmm. and uh so we're talking about this 2011 i was like i'm not trying to say this disrespectfully but you'll understand what i mean as far as who's really excited about this gun when i say it I feel like Taurus owners can finally go after a 2011. I think you kind of know what that... Under, you, know, you understand what I'm saying when I say that. Yeah. And it doesn't help it's that a, most people a, that reached a, out to me are Taurus owners. Yeah, like the SD9's a poor man's MV. This is the poor man's staccato. Yeah. So... uh. I still want to shoot it. Mm-hmm. The grip texture does look pretty good. Yeah, it does. I think the whole gun looks really good. I think it looks like really like it looks really inviting. Like I cannot wait to get my hands on one. Yeah. Uh, the texture of the grip looks really good. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like a a cross between how like the the paneling on a SIG feels, mm-hmm. or like a 365 grip, because it's all the way around, between that and the Hellcat. Like, that's what that looks like to me, is that grip. So I I think that I would really like that texture. If I like the shape and the feel in my hand, um, I might get a cheap version of your staccato. I'm okay with that. Now, I I will give Springfield credit. Uh, I shouldn't give them credit. This is how half their company is based off of this, but... They partnered with people. Like I said, they partnered with Duramag to make magazines. Mm-hmm. Which, they're talking about being able to sell you a big stick for 60 bucks. Right. So, I think if they're good and reliable, it's going to turn the 2011 mag market on its head. Oh, yeah. Um, now that we'll be have you know, you'll have to educate people. Why is this mag more money? Because it's DLC coded. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? And it's stainless. What do you mean? Like, right. You have to educate them on why these cost more money, but I do think that they're going to have to do a little adjusting. Uh, I'm not sure how much of a chunk it's going to take out of Staccato, but I think Staccato is going to have to reevaluate. I think they're going to feel it, even if it's only a little bit. They're going to see a difference. Yeah, Maybe. Uh, so I belong to a if, couple... If nothing else, they're mag sales. Yeah, oh yeah, I can see that. It, yeah, but I'm, I mean, these mags going to be in stock. Duramag's a big company, but they're not Mechgar. Right. right. They're not. Right. Uh, and also another partnership on this that I didn't see many people mention. I haven't watched a ton of videos on it, but they partners with Agency Arms for their optic system. So it actually uses Agency's AOS system, which is pretty good. I mean, that's a damn good optic system. Mm-hmm. Can't believe they have it with uh, Hex, but anyway. Yeah, that's... I, I've i never been a fan of, like, Springfield makes their own optics, not a fan. Right. Sig makes their own optics, not a fan. You, you do guns. Why don't you just do that? But that's my feelings. Um, another thing to point out, uh, on it, it's a thousand dollars cheaper than its rival at Staccato. The Staccato P, you know, 
it's a grand cheaper. Mm-hmm. Things to point out about that are uh, the whole gun is Cerakoted. It's not DLC. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. I think people need to realize, like, yeah, DLC costs more. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a different finish. The whole gun is Cerakoted. So. Oh, it's Yeah. I I'm a prodigy. Yeah, it's all Cerakoted. I wonder how much that's going to hold up long term. I mean, I got guns that are Cerakoted that are pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to hold up like DLC. That's what I'm I'll saying. tell you that. If you really run your gun, it is not going to look like that two years from now. Correct. What? That was me trying to look something up. What? Not the same. Are you doing rookie? Not the same. So uh, we've made it apparent you want one. Yeah, I want to shoot one. Mm-hmm. I want. Well, I, I want to. I don't want to say I want one, because I might get my hands on it and just not like it at all. Yeah. I do enjoy shooting yours. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm like like in love with it. There's something about it that's still, like, partially foreign to me. And that's mostly just because of, like, the safety and the thumbs riding. And I don't shoot guns with manual safeties. I'm not a huge fan of 1911s. So, for me, it's there's a little bit of awkwardness. That's still awkward for me because I don't shoot them. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I'll feel the same way, but as long as I like the grip and I like the size and shape of the grip in my hand, I'll probably want to get one eventually. Well, I'm going to come out and say it. They have to cut costs somewhere, so I wonder how many of these parts are going to be min. So, I think a lot of the internals will probably be. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, you know, that gives guys that build them a good base. Triggers, safety, all this other garbage that you're going to upgrade anyway. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Why pay more ta- for you're something? Not taking out expensive parts to replace with more expensive parts. Right. So that's the Prodigy. I am trying very, very hard to locate one for us to try. I haven't found one yet, but I am trying. <laughs> can we? Uh, can we talk about? The next gun? I mean, we could stall a little bit longer. I mean, I feel like no, I think a little bit know. more time. No. I can see it's driving you crazy. Jeez. So, there you guys. Give it to us. So, the most exciting news to come out of this week. I would like to preface this with anyone who's listened to more than one of our shows is already aware of the level of obsession. It's not an obsession. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, the most exciting news to come out of this week, Smith & Wesson has launched uh, a new model-ish of the M&P. Fanboy. Mm. <laughs> Hashtag M&P gang. Do you know who you are? Anyway, they released a new variant of the 2.0 M&P, and this is called the M&P 9 2.0 Metal. Which is very exciting. Which is, first of all, a badass name. Right. Okay. We didn't go with EXG. <laughs> what does that stand for? I don't know. I know what it stands for. I know what it stands for. So, Metal Series. The first one to come out. Full-size grip, so 17 rounds, four and a quarter inch barrel. Uh, all optic ready, forward slide serrations. Uh, fancy new flat face trigger thingy bobber that they put in there. The hanger diggers. <laughs> that thing. It is... Or the hangy dingy? I don't know what you called it. I don't know. I was on a roll yesterday with that one. Yeah. The gun weighs two ounces heavier than uh, 
its polymer counterpart. Which everyone's like, well, it's not that much more. It's the feel. Yeah, the feel of shooting an aluminum frame is something magical. <laughs> Yours is magical because there's very heavy grips on it. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, it still uses the same back straps. It's got the same kind of front strap texture group pattern as the CSX, just blown up. Uh, another Cerakoted gun. This comes in like a gray Cerakote. Looks really good. Yeah, it's okay looking. It looks like the... So when I first saw it, I was like, oh. Because you sent me a screenshot with like... First of all, guys, you wake up in the morning and your partner's not in the room and your phone starts blowing up. You have 15 messages in a row. The first thing you go to is the very top, and it is a screenshot of a gun. And then you just look at all of the heart emojis, the <laughs> love it, love it, did you see it, go look at it, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. I'm like, oh my god. So I go back up to the picture again, open it up, look at it. I swear I thought it was a base model spec series. Oh, really? Yeah, just because it... Yeah, I, I mean, I was, I was just holding that the other day. I did yep. a little video on it. So I was just holding the spec series which is the compact version of that gun in the same color gray, but it has a threaded barrel and a magwell. Mm -hmm. And this is not a threaded barrel, not a magwell. So visually, when I first saw it, I was like, he's freaking out over a base model spec series, <laughs> which would even make it not a spec series, just a Cerakoted compact. Um, <laughs> his, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, which is not what this is. No. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, MSRP is eight ninety nine. I think the street price is probably going to be around seven fifty, give or take. Would be my guess. You don't think so? Eh, maybe. I, I I thought it would have been closer. Because Smiths, you know, a lot of times on their uh, on their before they do price drops, their initial MSRP. Is usually pretty close to where most shops have marked up. Oh, well. Judging by their new map policy, level. Yeah. We'll see. So I'm very excited for that. Can't wait to shoot that. That we do have lined up to shoot. Mm hmm. Duh. Very soon. Yes. That's exciting. I can't wait for you to shoot this gun. And I'm not even going to, like, record the shooting of the gun. I'm just going to record your face and a big, cheesy-ass smile. <laughs> uh, we had a couple matches happen over the weekend. Uh, we had uh, Illinois section. Which we shot. We did shoot. We'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, 213 shooters. Uh, high overall was won by Craig Tappy. High lady. Ing. Ing. Open, obviously. Craig Tappy. Uh, second, Lark uh, Saniza. Third, Rob Kozak. Fifth, Jay Carrillo. Shooting, Miner, and Slide Ride. He was using his honcho. Beast. He did very well. Uh, seventh, Cedric Kando. Shout out to Albert for taking 8th. Uh, fellow Chicago gunslinger, uh, David Cologne for 14th. The Big Red Machine, Mark Swanson for 15th. Carnet Customs. Who also had a Carnet that he raffled off. Yes. Partnered with uh, Akai and Chili and a couple other ones. Mm -hmm. And that was the giveaway gun. Or the giveaway, the raffle gun. Mm-hmm. And 30th, Matt Lee. Who also put a lot of work into this match. Yes. Uh, limited. First place is Joseph Sauerland. Second, Josh Peters. And third, our very own Chicago legend, Steve Gelka. Honorable mention, chi gunslinger Uncle Joe Sanchez in 10th. And 12th, Zach Sims. Uh, PCC was won by Charles... Uh, 
Parisi. Parisi is how I'm going to say that, yeah. Second place, Brian Texan. Third place, Steve Cash. And 10th, and Mr. Tony Salas. I took 10th. I didn't think you should have to announce your own name. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> carry Optics. Uh, there were 78 shooters out of those 213 in Carry Optics. So quite a big chunk, of course. Yes. First place, Jared Clinton. Second, Dave Mann. Third, Mr. John Wick Martello. Shy uh, Town shoutouts to 16th, Ellen Juridico. 21st, George DeSico. 22nd, Mr. Larry DeFucking Moore. 30th, Colton Parcham. 32nd, Elmer Rodriguez. And 34th, Ryan George. And you did what? Uh, 68 out of 78. Or 60, 64. 64 out of 78. So, nearish the bottom. But not the bottom. But not the bottom. Correct. Uh, production was won by Clark Wright. Second place, Eric Camps. Third place, Cody Bradley. And tenth place, our buddy Alex Chambers. Single stack. First place, Tim the short one, Heron. Second place, John Smith. And third, Paul Brinkman. Uh, we'll nice talk about... Again. It was very nice seeing Tim. It's always nice seeing Tim. We'll go over Illinois in just a second. Let's get the other match out of the way real quick. Area 8. 429 which... shooters. It's a lot. Huge, huge turnout. I think that's probably why Illinois was so low, because it was the same weekend as Area 8. They got all of our shooters. We had so many openings. Yeah, but they were way over there. Yeah, but a lot of guys that were in our area went and shot that. Well, not our area, but... Meh. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Well, we have high overall Christian Seiler. High lady, Jesse Harrison. So, open, clearly. Christian Seiler. Second place for open, Chris Tilly. And third, Clement Wagner. Limited was won by Nick Reynolds. Second place, Team Glock Captain Shane Coley. Third place, Chicago local-ish guy, Mike Ganara. Yeah, those guys from our section aren't over there. Third place, Area 8. Well. Shut up. <laughs> Limited had, like, the heat here. Yeah. You had, after Ganara, you had John Browning, Todd Jarrett, Travis Tomasi, then a little bit down the list, you had Bill Duda, Rob Epifania. Like, the list? Right. Lots of limited heat. Uh, limited lady winner was uh, Candace Giuliana. Giuliano. Yeah. Uh, PCC, first place, Greg Jordan. Second, Brian Harrison. And third, Caleb Smith. Carry Optics was won by Mason Lane. Congrats, man. He beat out second place, J.J. Ricasa, third place, Nils Jonathan, and fourth place, Tom Castro. Way to go, Mason. High Lady was Ashley Rook. Production, first place, Sal Luna, second, Jacob Hetherington, third, Michael Shatalov. And single stack was won by Brian Nelson, second place, James McGinty, and at this match also, third place was won by... Tim Heron. But he had a very busy weekend. He did a very busy weekend. He shot with us on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Which means that he must have shot Area 8 Friday or Saturday. I don't remember what he shot. He had enough energy to be a dick to Tom, so. <laughs> the nicest guy you'll ever meet on the range. Yeah. Till you're around him. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you feel... Like this match went. What were some things that you would say like, oh, this is something that was really exceptional or really well done? Uh, so I will start and say that to me, the Illinois section, Ryan and everyone put on a fantastic match. To me, it's one of the most well-run, most professional matches you will ever shoot. Period. Yeah. Everything about it is just fun. Uh, from signing up to having raffles 
I mean, we literally had lunch brought to us on our stage. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it's fantastic. Here's your lunch. ROs are like, yeah, when you're, whenever you guys are done, if you're ready to start, we can start. So we're about to start. Mm-hmm. It was a little hot. But, I mean, you're it, talking. It like, snuck up on us. The heat, the heat really snuck up. But you're talking at a match where they have some of the most diverse bays ever. Mm-hmm. And you didn't even. So they, it was smaller than what I shot. We were missing two stages. Because we shot ten stages. Right. And usually, back where the clubhouse is, where between Hunter's HD Gold was, and the clubhouse, here's that little field. Mm-hmm. There were stages there. There were two stages there. And then down the hill on the left, there was another one they took out. Or didn't use. Uh, fantastic. You have real short, skinny bays. Different terrain. You have dirt, you have grass, you have tree sand, roots. tree roots. We'll get to that in a second. But yeah, it was... I, I love that match. Aside from three years ago. Four years ago. There was three. Was it three? I think it was three. Oh, 2019. Yeah. Anyway, that's when I broke my foot. I mean, we talked about that. We were leading up to it. Mm-hmm. I got my redemption. I did not break my foot this year. That's awesome. But I will give you the ultimate form of irony is when we got there to walk stages, first stage I walk up to is the tree. You know, just to say hi. <laughs> and I see on the ground, I'm looking... You've got to be shitting me. Walk up, looking at it. So the stage that I broke my foot on, now, in the funniest way possible, is a a stage where you have to balance on some boards for the shooting area. Directly covering the tree root. Yeah, right right where I broke it is the first board. So. You literally had to stand on the place that broke you to shoot. Yeah. It was uh, interesting. Yeah. I held my breath for, like, the first third of his shooting to half of his shooting. Because when, when your foot first hit that board, you did, like, this, like, micro-wobble. And I just, like, I held my breath until you were off of that beam. I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like no words, no breathing, just right. big eyeballs and a job draw. <laughs> I, I had a lot of fun. I did have a lot We had a great squad. Um, I shot PCC. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one stage where the heat really it was the stage after lunch it just snuck up on me right at my make ready I was like whoa I just got really like lightheaded told RO just just give me a sec collect my thoughts Mm -hmm. Uh, forgot a target so apparently all the thoughts weren't collected right (laughs) still mildly scattered right I feel like this the heat like really snuck up like you said, the stage right after lunch, like the whole beginning part of the day, there was like, you know, oh, partially sun, partially shade, the next one all in the shade, the next one all in the sun, then two in the shade because we were down on the hill, then we went to lunch, and we came, the one we went to just before lunch was like almost completely shaded, and it was in the wooded area, so it was definitely cooler than up in the field area. It was very deceiving. Because when we came out of the the wooded area to the first bay at the top of the hill in the sun with no shade on that bay and that's where they delivered our lunch, it got really hot. Yeah. It got really hot. And my belly was full. <laughs> and I was hot. Barbecue. That's a bad combination. Oh, it was so good. That was a bad combination. Yeah, it was like massive, like brain fog, dehydration, sweating. It was all the awful things. Like the end of the day, it was really hard to push through. Actually, we almost got rain. We heard the raindrops, but none of it actually hit on us, which was awesome. The storm went right around the range. 
Yeah, like split. Right around it. Right on, our, on, our, on our second to last stage of the day. Yep. So we're like crossing our fingers, trying to get shooting as fast as possible to get done and over in case it did rain. And the last one was in a giant field in the sun with no trees. It was a really fun match. Um, I feel like the beginning part, like the first half pre-lunch, was like some of the best shooting that I've done this whole season. That's good. Um, the second half after lunch is some of the worst shooting I've oh. done this whole season. <laughs> it was really bad. I had on two, two separate tar one separate target on e on two separate stages that I had failed to shoot at. So I had four mics from those two targets, and then I got one mic on my last stage. I had five mics all day, but one of them was that I legitimately missed the target I was shooting at. The other four mics were, I literally missed the whole target. Like, I didn't even shoot at the target. I forgot they were there. They had an interesting challenge at this match that you don't see all too often. They actually had soft cover. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah. I, I don't know that I've ever done anything like that before. Uh, I did in IEPA. Yeah, I've never I've, I've never had anything like that before, so that was cool. Um, and why don't you explain it, since I, I had never encountered that before. When he was explaining it, I'm like, I, this is all completely new to me, and I've been shooting USPSA for six years. Oh, it's just, instead of hardcover where it's impenetrable, softcover, whatever you shoot behind it will be scored. And they made it to where at minimum you had to shoot at least one target through there. I shot is three. Green snow fence? Is yeah, that just green snow fence. Snow and they fence. in the walkthrough, the green snow fence was listed as soft cover. So. That was interesting. Uh, your gun ran flawlessly. Mm -hmm. uh, mine did not. Not so much. And uh, I'll give an update later for those interested. I don't think it was so much the scorpion as I think it was the trigger. Because there was one stage where I went up, and it would have been a baller stage. Mm -hmm. And I get to uh, the, the back half, the back half of the stage, and the gun just pukes. Like I can't get it to fire. Nothing's happening. I'm racking and I'm pulling. I'm racking and I'm pulling, and I distinctly remember hearing no hammer drop. I'm like, well, this sucks. Mm -hmm. So I give it a little shake, and I rack it really hard, and then it started to work. Mm -hmm. And on the other one, I think I overloaded the drum. I know. <laughs> PCC problems. Right. But, That's so bad for you. <laughs> uh, it's the first time I've ever had a malfunction, so I'm thinking it was my fault. Because mm -hmm. when I did it, I think there might have been too much pressure on the bolt for it to cycle. Did you fire the drum mag? No, I didn't burn okay. it on me. <laughs> just uh, making sure. But I, you know, stuck it in, and then I had one where it, it just seemed stuck, and I still had a round inside. So, I don't, I don't know what happened on that mm -hmm. one. But We'll blame that on the drum mag, and we'll blame the other one on the trigger. Yeah, I had, I had a couple malfunctions. But it's never the Scorpion's problem. It, I, I don't think so. It's fault. Nope. He'll never admit to it. Nope. Never. I will if I deem it necessary, but I do think... Never admit defeat. <laughs> I do think those were my fault. I had a ton of fun shooting PCC. I'll probably... I might do a little PCC next year. I'm hoping to do more two-gun. I'm hoping we make that more of a thing. I did talk to Bill while we were there, and he's hoping to make it more of a regular thing around us. So that's exciting, because it was very fun. Yeah. So I'm down for that. Big time down for Jackie that. Jackie needs a new rifle. You can just use a scorpion. Ugh, yuckies. <laughs> Jackie needs a new trigger. Tony needs a new trigger. Too early. <laughs> Too soon. But I am going to take it apart, look at it, and find out what happened. Yeah. Right now it's in timeout. We haven't yes. opened any of our bags. Like, 
messed with any of the guns, done any of the other things. They just... That's where you lie. Yep. See you next week. <laughs> uh, we are going to be shooting a local, not this Sunday, but the one after. So that'll be fun. Yeah. I think I'll bring out my uh, MMP. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. Race boy. Yeah. And she carry optics. With the one you've been carrying. <laughs> nice. So. That is a nice gun. It is funny is, uh, because that gun, there are people in your MMP fanboy gang that recognize that gun before they even see the whole thing. Yeah. I actually saw someone tonight, Dave. Huh. And before I was even fully facing him, my, my, it's on my right side. My left side was facing him. As I turned to face him, didn't even face him yet, he goes, Oh my god, is that Tony's MMP? Oh god, I love that gun. <laughs> like, bro, I just wanted a hug. Me, not the gun, it's about me. <laughs> it was very funny. Yeah, your gun is definitely known. Uh, my other gun is in need of repair. So, uh, it's gotten way too many light strikes. I think the spring is worn out. And then we do some more maintenance and spring swap outs. Getting it prepped for next year here. Yeah. So my four inch gun works just fine. That's the one you have right now. My five inch gun is the one that's, uh, it's got the most rounds through it. So it would make sense that I should probably respring it. Yeah. Give it a little refresher. Yeah. And they got to call Apex and get some replacement parts. <laughs> so. Not that I mind. I don't mind. I don't ever mind calling Apex. Right. Or having a reason to get more gun parts delivered. Or tinker with them at the desk. I do love my Apex. <laughs> yes, you do. Speaking of which, I need to do a couple of those on the new metal guns. Yes. Oh, I, w I hope they would be interchangeable. They are. I, I can almost guarantee it. Hmm. You'll be really funny. Is if you put their plastic shoe in That's the metal funny. gun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if anyone wants to do that, I have a couple extra polymer shoes, Apex shoes that are flat face. So if you want to be uh, one of those guys, uh, shoot me a message. I will gladly send it to you. That'd be fantastic. Just plastic some, guns with saying. the aluminum trigger and any aluminum guns with the plastic trigger. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. fantastic. That's all I got. That's it. We're done. That's all she wrote. Well, guys, it was late, but it's out this week. <laughs> and if it wasn't, if it wasn't out today, you wouldn't have gotten the newest, most up-to-date information. So. Yeah, keep making excuses. You're welcome. Yeah, I don't know about all that. <laughs> she meant to say we're sorry again. That too. <laughs> and you're welcome. <laughs> so, um, what are you shooting, actually, at this local coming up? Carry optics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna shoot Mamelan. Oh, I did say I was gonna shoot her at a match. I don't have. Much, I'll show you I don't the have receipts. enough mags. What do you mean? How many mags I have you need? A fifteen round mag. And no, we 12. have at least two. No, you should. Are buying more mags behind I, my back? Well, I mean, I already got one, but <laughs> I bought one from someone. Okay, so I may shoot Bamalan then. I'm about to rid that for you. What holster am I gonna use? What do you mean? Come on now. We'll figure this out later. I nope. may or may not be shooting Bam Lam on the 11th. She may. She will. She must. I will be shooting it at some point this season. The season's almost over. I don't think there's another, like, two months of matches. We'll see. That'll be good. Hmm. Anyways, we were wrapping it up. We were. We apologized. We said you're welcome. I don't. We apologized again. <laughs> Alright, that's it, guys. Uh, you know the drill at Laugh and Load Facebook Instagram podcast at gmail.com for all the questions and all the things if you want to send us funny things we like that too I love funny things we'll talk to you next week guys bye hey guys welcome back to another episode of Pew Time with Tony and Jackie uh yeah guys sorry putting up with some family stuff but we is back. Back. And we are 
very happy to be back. Extremely happy. So we miss you guys. We did a lot, very very much. And no, this is not going to cover the last six weeks. Yeah, whatever it's been. Uh, thank you for everyone that reached out. I really appreciate it. Uh, it was just some family stuff. That's stuff I'm really going to talk about, but I appreciate you guys reaching out and all of you guys understanding. Let's get into the show. See. Si. How ironic we're back after Nationals. Yep. Let's sum Nationals up real quick. Hmm. Okay. Race Gun Nationals. So limited and open. Won by basically USPSA's favorite son. And a dude most people have never heard of. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Alright, let's jump in, because there's quite a few people uh, that we know, or are friends with, that have shot in each division, really. Yeah. So, Open was won by Aaron Edens of the Army Marksmanship Unit. So, yeah, that would uh, that was a little surprising. No one, no one saw that coming. Not that Aaron's not a fantastic shooter. But most people were banking on it being a JJ and Christian battle. Right. Which turns out JJ took Bridesmaid. Yeah. And Siler took third. Yep. Followed by John Vlieger in fourth. Brian Jones in fifth. Andrew Hyder in sixth. Michael Wang in seventh. Chris Tilly in eighth. Casey Eusebio in ninth. Bill Drummond, tenth. Brennan Conaway, eleventh. Lesgar, Speedy Murdoch, 12th. Clement Wagner, 13th. Tucker Schmidt in 14th. Shannon Smith in 15th. Henning Walgren, 16th. Kyle Leet, 17th. Christopher Workman, 18th. Mike O'Leary, 19th. June Chang in 20th. 21st, Tom Castro. 22nd, Spencer Stein. 23, Eric Range Panda Steiner. 24th, Dexter Bradley. 25th, Chris Gelnet. 26th, Anthony Bruno. Lee Henderson. Garan Singleton. Michael Penn. David Lyle. 31st. Ken Yang. 32nd, Ian McPherson. 33rd, Patches Reader. 34th, Madhu Lee. That is quite the list. Yes. Um... Pretty nuts. Uh, our buddy and fellow Chicago gunslinger, Dave Cologne, took 131st in open. Yes, he did. And for only shooting open this year, I'd say, well done, sir. Very well done. In the ladies was won yet again by Jesse Harrison. Followed by Justine Williams. Jump over to Limited, because this is the one that everyone is talking about. Oh, yeah. Limited was won by USPSA's favorite son, Nils Jonathan, with a Kenick, shooting 9 mil, minor. What? Right. Uh, let's go through the list and then we'll jump back to Nils real quick. Uh, second, Scott Brown, following all the numbers below. Mason Lane, Sal Luna, Blake McGez, Shane Coley, Travis Tomasi, Cody Axon, Sean Hins, Robert Crow, Jack Brown, Charlie Perez, Gorka Ibanez, John Browning, Stephen Lutman, Alexis Penna, Nick Reynolds, Joseph Sauerland, Brody Edkinson, Jonathan Miller, John McClain, Fancy Pants. Fancy Pants. John Fancy Pants McLean. Todd Jarrett. Justin Lark, Larkin. Brennan Decker. Tim Heron. Also shooting minor. Really? Todd Sindler. Sindler. You remember him? We shot with him at Nationals. He was the guy shooting the Legion. Ah. Older gentleman with a nice mustache. He had the real Tom Selleck look going yes, on. Yes, yes, yes. The last name didn't sound familiar until you said that. Gianni. Gianni Giordano, Ross Haney, Rob Epifania, Manny Bragg, James Ramos, Sebastian uh, Fiojo, Jeff Smith, 
and Varik Biesi. Biesi. Sure. Let's finish the standings and we'll go back to Nils. Ladies, um, it wouldn't be a Nationals without one of the Williams sisters taking a title. Taking the title for something. Uh, Jalise Williams for Limited. Second place was Michaela Hill, and third place was Michelle Viscusi. And this, a little bit of gun news mixed with shooting sports news. Uh, she shot this match, not a Glock-sponsored shooter. After 10 years, man, I remember when she joined Glock. Mm-hmm. Uh, after 10 years, she has uh, parted ways with Team Glock. So, congratulations. Do we know yet what she is shooting? Is she still shooting her Glock, just unsponsored? Or is she... Do we know yet if she's announced anything else? I mean, I have my guess. What would you guess be? Uh, my guess is... I think Staccato is going to try and grab Michelle. Makes sense. A lot of expansion over there right now. Yep. Okay. Back up top. Uh, Nils winning the limited national title with Minor. He almost did it last year. Very, very close. Second, right? Yeah. And he did it this year. Now, I was trying to talk with a buddy of mine. Is this the first time ever in the history of it that limited has been won with Minor? It is the first that I can recall. I'd have to go back and look, but I think it is. What a fantastic feat. So, I say all that to say this. For every person that stands behind a gun counter, any competitor coming onto the scene, any Canic fanboy, any plastic gun fanboy, all of this, and you want to justify your existence, gun purchase type of gun that you enjoy based on what Nils has just accomplished I have four words for you you are not Nils <laughs> okay so right you could really put any plastic nine in his hand and I think that he would have done the same thing but any gun well, that's what any I'm saying. Gun. like the he you think he did it that well with that imagine if he had you know a full-on 2011 in 40. Which we'll or see at World major. Shoot. Right. He is shooting major. Uh, at least I'm assuming. It, it, I'm assuming he's going to use one of his 2011s for World Shoot. Because prior to all this Canix stuff, that's what he shot. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> Unless Canic, uh can miraculously make him a 40 cal. We'll see where that takes us. It is quite an unbelievable feat. And it's not like, I mean, you heard us list him off. It's not like he was shooting around people that weren't good. And it's always a tight race, right? The Open uh, Championship was won by point eight mm-hmm. points. I mean, that's... Very tight. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally like a transition speed, mm-hmm. or uh, it's not even a Charlie, it's less than a Charlie. Right. Yeah, very, very tight. Very tight race. So that we should actually talk about um, nationals for next year. Wouldn't you agree? It's kind of a good segue. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited because it's going to be in Ohio for Prairie Optics Nationals. No, no, no. It's not going to be at Briar Rabbit. Calm down, people. <clears throat> uh, let's well, see. I'm very excited because I think we clocked it out. It's going to be like, what, five and a half, six hours? Yeah, it's going to be something ridiculously closer than Alabama. Oh, yeah. It's going to be very nice. So we will go through all of the Nationals real quick. World Speed Shooting Championship is April 26th through the 30th in Alabama at CMP Park. 
that is being hosted or being uh, sponsored by Palmetto State Armory. Then you have the Open and PCC Nationals, September 8th through the 10th at CMP, Marksmanship Park, Talladega, sponsored by Vortex. Then you have Iron Sight Nationals, which includes Limited, Production, Single Stack, Limited 10, and Revolver. So basically, Production Limited. October 6th through the 8th in Cardinal Center uh, Cardinal Center Range in Marengo, Ohio. Sponsored by SIG. And then SIG's Carry Optics Nationals June 23rd to the 25th. Cardinal Center, Marengo, Ohio. Uh, Multigun Nationals has not been uh, announced yet. TBA. Yeah. We're going to have a very busy start of the year next year. I figure nationals are going to be in June for us. Area 5 is going to be the first week of June. And before then, there's at least one other major that that we're looking to shoot. Yeah. Which is the Chile, Michigan sectional. April 14th through the 16th. It's probably going to be our first big one of the year. I mean, we always shoot the wit. It's always in March. It's indoor. No big deal. Um, it's going to be outside in April in Michigan. Probably going to be a little cold. I'm going to be so happy. I know you're going to be so happy. I'm going to be a popsicle. <laughs> um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited. It'll be a great way to kick off the season with a big one. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking forward to this match for a few reasons. One... Our dear friend and fellow shooter slash podcaster slash he wants to do everything and make sure you get out there and do the things, Alex Many Mansfield from Many Talk Shooting. He's going to be the match director. Fantastic. So good on you, dude. First of all, I don't know anyone that's jumped into the sport that quickly and gone like, hey, I want to do the sport. Hey, I'm going to be a match director. Right. For a major. Right. So. Right. He's doing really, really good things. Um, registration actually opens up this week, uh, Friday, October 21st at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. Um, they are planning a 10-stage match, one-day format. And again, the dates are April 14th through the 16th. 14th for staff, 15th, 16th for everyone else. And uh, another reason this match is on my kind of must-attend is the one last year, well, this year, this year, mm-hmm. was awesome. It was so good. Very well ran. It's basically like anyone that's ever shot nationals at uh, USA in Florida. That style yeah. of bay setup, yeah. but shrunken down. Five on one side, five on the other side. You run it in a loop and you're done. Yep. Like it. There's a big, like, awning in the very middle with, like, picnic tables. So, like, between every bay there is... And bathrooms. Yeah. And just... Everything is so very close and centrally located. Except lunch. But they have a hayride for that. They do. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic match this year. I cannot wait for next year's. I, th- I agree. I think it's going to be a great... Way to kick off the season. so, And it is uh, a lot closer than we think, so really no downtime. No downtime, no. Um, so I'll jump right into it. Let's wrap up our season. Yeah. Wrapping up on the season, um, I felt like the first half of the season, I was just like, well, yeah, I want to be better, but I'm not doing anything for it. I'm just like bobbing along. And then I look at my scores, and I'm like, oh. Well, I have no way to be mad about myself. And then I started, I want to say it was the July match, July or August match at Oak Park near us. I actually shot with your friend, Kenneth Wicks, who I had only shot with for for the first time at that one. Um, He recognized me from Instagram as your wife and introduced himself and... 
I'm very happy for the conversation that we had. I'm very grateful. He's an amazing shooter. And he brought to my attention that I could be doing so much more. Um, the next two months of matches, I really picked up my speed. And you could see my placements, like, just like they went up immediately. And it was just a shift in mindset of, well, I actually, I am, like, moving between targets, like, slow. And it wasn't like, uh, oh, I need to shoot faster. It was like, you need to go from, like, the buzzer to your first shot faster. You need to go from your second shot to your reload and next position faster. Like, all the in-between stuff. And, like, you could see, like, huge, huge improvements over my last two months just because I lit a little bit of a fire under my ass from that conversation we had. Um, I had the opportunity to shoot with him again two weeks ago. And, well... Yeah, it's all perception. I'm like, yeah, I'm moving so fast. I'm moving so fast. It's still slower than a lot of the other great shooters are moving. Um, so not where I know I could be. Um, but definitely an improvement, you know. Certainly moving faster than I was. Um, and making a conscious effort to, like, really, really push speed uh, in my movement. So I think that is what my focus is going to be on in the off season. It's just going to be you know, doing some sprinting drills, um, you know, getting my gun on and running around and getting in and out of positions quicker. So I'm going to do a lot more of that in the off season. So hopefully hit the ground running <coughs> with the wit in March and then boom, April, our first major. I'm very excited. I don't I want to say I you already, have to get I already angry. Can't with your movement, but I think you need to be like aggressive. Like, yeah, like I still think you're kind of like very reserved. Mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be like your biggest thing is like uncorking. I, th- I think it needs to be like that whole like oh dance like nobody's watching like but like running. Yeah, like seriously, like same same thing. Like, just, does anyone know you sing? No, just you. I do, and the shower does. Right. So, same concept. Yeah. But we got some cool tools to mess with uh, on the off-season to help with that. Yes. yes we'll cover do. those more later. Let's see, what else are you got to do? Uh, we just ordered the last piece to your backup done. Yes, which is very exciting. Like, literally, what, an hour ago? Yeah. Um, so, the backup gun is one thing. I'm very excited to spruce up my gear. Maybe, you know, keep the same gun and everything. Just, like, spruce things up. You know, the base pads. Kind of change up the aesthetics a little bit. Yeah. Excited. As you should be. This year, I for me, I don't know. It was... Man, I hate to say it was like a fuck around year, but it really was. I mean, I, I shot everything. PCC. You got like three different backup guns. Yeah. PCC, open, real open, with like with a, an actual like. Open gun. Open gun. A uh, bunch of care guns that didn't match with the Hellcat, the Shield Plus. Random guns that I would not really shoot. Uh, staccatos. Yeah. It was your little of everything. I think it was. I mean, is this the year that I shot the Carry Optics XL gun too? Yeah. Uh, yeah, back in the spring, maybe May or so, yeah. just at North Border. Yeah, so just a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I don't think you shot any one gun more than five times. Probably not. Mm-mm. All year, all season long. Which is not a bad thing, you know, I mean... If you have a goal that you're, like, looking at, like, oh, I really, I really wanted to, you know, get to this class, you know, this division, or this level in my division, or this class, whatever your goal was, you know, if you had that that you were working for and have, like, your goals and your plans set to achieve those goals, that would be, you know, that would be different, but, I mean, to just mess around with different things, have that experience, have fun with each of them, push your carry gun to extremes to see what you can put it through. Yeah. 
I like it. I mean, I'm, it look, I mean, you had a lot of fun this year. You had a lot of fun this year. I did. And I have fun competing, which I think I'll go back to next year. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be my big plan. Just really gearing up to uh, try to take it a little more seriously. I think I got a couple more of my friends that were more serious coming back in the mix. Uh, maybe a friend that hasn't really shot too much competition in the past, but would like to throw his hat, hat in the ring. So, a couple of different things coming up. I think it's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, I do plan for us to shoot matches across the country this year. It's kind of more my goal. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try like hell to get us in the Dragon's Cup. Yes, yes. I love to shoot in Texas. Uh, nationals. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a little further out west somewhere. Maybe a little further east. Yeah. Well, we have friends on both extreme ends of the country. It would be awesome to get out there. And even if it's just, you know, driving out, spending the weekend and shooting their local with them. Right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, we can continue on the train of goals. Our goals for Laugh and Load is we'll be sponsoring more stages uh, at various different matches. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be pushing hard with... Uh, some YouTube content with some more Instagram content. I've been teaching a hell of a lot more lately. Which is fantastic. Yes. Performance gun training is growing. Yeah, it's all looking good. Fun times. It's going to be a very, very good year. And I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the off season in preparation for making next year amazing yes cricket cricket yeah it's almost like we forgot how to do this we've been gone for so long that's all i got is that all you got that's all i got that's all we got guys hey we're so happy to be back um now that things have mellowed out a little bit we will be back on a consistent basis and uh, i'm not really sure what the day is we may have to pick the day Mm -hmm. um but i did like it when we release Monday, I think you'll all like that on Monday. So maybe we'll go back to doing Monday. Maybe we'll add in another episode during the week where it's just focused on training. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But we're very happy to be back. We're very happy to have you with us. And get for to all of your support while we were offline. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. We will talk to you guys next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.